and welcome to this, the epic episode 127 of the Material Podcast. I am Andy Anatko. And I am Florence Zion. And I don't actually know what 127 stands for in pager code. What does it stand for? I don't know. But it doesn't, it doesn't but it stands for something? I don't know. I that's what I'm wondering. I'm just thinking about pager code as a archive of the times. Anyway, sorry. Go on, Andy. <laughs> See that I, I missed that. I missed that because I was cool enough to have a pager, but not cool enough to have friends who needed to like say, okay, Andy, there's gonna be a house party at, at Larry's house because Larry's mom and dad are out and they have beer, but they need mixers. So you could like is that like a four eight one or something? I, I actually never understood it. I was not a cool kid. <laughs> I wasn't. And, and, and oddly enough, we wound up in tech. I know, right? Mm. <laughs> uh, so did you buy anything on Black Friday? We're, this is the first show after the Black Friday, Cyber Monday stuff. Did you did you lighten your e- economic load? Uh, on the Skype camera, I am looking over to a pile of boxes that just showed up at my door right uh, right before we called each other on Skype today. Um, I didn't buy anything tech, though. I bought a lot of just, you know, random Black Friday deals that were online. It's kind of the best time of year to stock up on, like, little trinkets and things and just, like, little gifts for people. Um, I'm kind of a person who shops ahead. So yep. this is the time of year where I will where I will stock up on things for, like, Mother's Day and Father's Day and birthdays <laughs> coming up. Because it's all like fifty to seventy five percent off. Yeah, if you if you find that uh, most of the deals are like ice tongs, normally eight hundred dollars. Yes. The normal sale price is forty dollars, and now it's going to be thirty eight dollars. But the, the the so this is I'm holding up to the camera right now. This is like the pri- my primary purchases <laughs> were just like Blu rays. I saw your Blu ray tweets, uh, and I was I was astonished at the Lord of the Rings one you found for seven dollars. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, all three theatrical movies for something like six dollars. The Back to the Future complete trilogy Blu ray for uh, for ten bucks. Good to the Bad and the Ugly for six or seven bucks. Wonder Woman, I bought it at nine dollars, and then it went down to six dollars. Batman versus Superman that was down to like four or five charlie brown christmas which is not which is not an incredibly good deal it was like maybe three or four dollars off but I, I always wanted to have a charlie brown christmas on blu-ray and so all week long my my other mac has been chugging away i, I refer to these blu-rays as like installation discs for my media server so it's been grinding 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 all these movies and turning them into really cool video files uh, but i did i did wind up picking up a nest cam I had to decide between getting a Nest. I felt like because I'd blown a lot of money on the on Blu-rays and some other sundry things. Do you know if the Amazon app will actually tell you uh, will alert you that oh by the way an item that has been on your wish list already is all is already it's, lightning it's deal right not, now. It's not. It's very annoying now because it's like I don't have money to blow right now Amazon. I just need you to leave me alone for a while, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like a dealer it, coming at you. Like I got a special man. <laughs> but, but again, so it's see the thing is you can talk yourself into thinking that oh well you know what I I don't own a pair of ice tongs and when am I going to have another opportunity to get ice tongs at this deal? But then when see you can but you can sort of tamp that down. But when it makes the argument, look, a year ago you said you thought you freely thought not under no marketing pressure whatsoever that it would be good to have one of those like little pocket size like game controller style Bluetooth keyboard mouse pad things for your Android TV, didn't you? And now it's on sale for like half off. Now wouldn't you be a fool not to buy that? And so it's like oh don't 
don't do these things to me. Don't make me have to be responsible for my own actions. I That's the worst part of being an adult. I have really gamed the Amazon system. And as a result, my closet has really benefited. And I get, you know, I get compliments sometimes on things I have purchased. And I'm always like, you just got to learn how to play. You got to play the waiting game. Put some, you know, you put something on there that's maybe a little high fashion. You put it in the, you know, the waiting list and maybe like eight months later, it'll be so much cheaper. Yeah. And then the season comes around again and you can wear it again. I have gamed the system. I don't do it as much with tech. And I think it's just because of the privilege of what I do for a living. Yeah. I can't just call in when I need. I don't really have to worry so much. Um, <laughs> Because I didn't see, like, I know there were some, there were a lot of deals on the Echoes, but I, I didn't really see much, like, in terms of smart home deals or anything like that. Nothing that was much different. Nothing that was really, like, and I was even, I was watching, like, the counter for the wire cutter to see how many of the deals they found were actually viable deals. Yeah. And it was a tiny, tiny percentage of thousands. Yeah, but some of them, I, so, uh, uh, Again, this is a decision I made independent of any marketing influence. I decided that mm -hmm. in the new, like in, in the new place I'm, I'm I'm moving to, that I'm sort of laying. I'm doing a, a little bit of construction before I move in all the furniture stuff. And I think, well, I'm going to have like in these two areas, I want to have like a like a sort of a polite work table where I can my friends can polite be. Work my, table. My, yeah, <laughs> see, see. It's great to start off with a brand new place because it allows me to not repeat the mistakes I made setting up my house, like uh, setting up this house. And one of the mistakes is that I, I have house guests, like not, not as often as I should invite people over. And so I want to correct one of those things. And one of the problems is that like uh, I have a friend, I'll have friends who are typically I, I'm a good place to stop over if you're driving from like Maryland to Maine. I have friends who like have like parents and, and relatives and friends in Maine and like, oh, why don't we stop? We shouldn't do it all in one shot. Why don't we stay stay over at Andy's house? We'll visit. We'll have a good time. And it might be like a work day or a podcasting day. And so because of this old fashioned house that I'm in right now, it means, well, I'm going to be behind this door on this floor over here. By all means, make yourself a cup of tea. Here's how the video system works. You probably won't be seeing me for three or four hours versus the way I'm setting it up now, which is I'm going to have what I'm calling the polite work table where I can have a table where it's not my official office, but it is within the presence of people hanging out in my house so that they can sort of acknowledge that perhaps you shouldn't have try to engage in a three hour long conversation with me, but I will be present if you were to say, oh my God, Andy, you should see this wacky video of the skateboarder doing something that will preclude this man having children anytime i will <laughs> push away from my keyboard and say wow that looks like it was amazingly painful thank you for calling my attention hit that button on the remote to thumbs up it so that this will influence my 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 youtube watching in the future so so basically, basically and then i got like the real like office space so what, what i'm getting at is that i've already decided that i want to have not just uh uh, not just RGB LEDs mm -hmm. over the show, over like the over the work table, but I wanted to have I wanted them to be like hue uh, LED strips so that when I do the you know John Luke Picard computer office lights on low, I wanted the part of the command that basically Wi-Fi isn't set up on your Echo. For help, go to your Alexa app. I'm sorry about that. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know your hot word was computer. I'm uh, sorry. No, you're not even. I actually have headphones on. It's just that I, because my house is so smart now, I actually. <laughs> 
like, I am a crazy smart home lady. Uh, I just have all these things that I set up today. And apparently I did not set up the Wi-Fi on uh, my Echo oh. Plus, the Echo Plus. Yes. There you go. Boy, that's fun. Thanks for interrupting. Sorry about that. All, 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 I, was, <laughs> no. all I was about to say was that I was that, that was something I was willing to like post that, that purchase. I was willing to postpone or rethink. And then like these these ninety dollar hue strips that were down to like almost half off, and I had to go to say uh, I really am going to I, I I'm going to hate myself later for absolutely paying ninety dollars each for these when I could have just spent I could have bankrupted all my like spending money for the month by buying them all right now when I didn't. Really Really plan on, but once again, saving forty bucks each. I did buy. I, I was going to get either the either a Nest Cam or the Nest thermostat because of the the logistics of the place where I'm moving into. Uh, it's it behooves me to have a security camera somewhere there because for the first time, if someone is going to break in. It's not like eight different points of entry. It would be just either this place or they would have to go through this other place. So okay, great. So I can buy one camera. And but it really it really was like almost like a almost like a German opera trying to decide, yes, but look how cheap this thermostat is. And it will never be this cheap again. And you have that twenty dollar credit on from Best Buy that will make it even cheaper. And it's like uh, and it pays for itself by reducing your uh, I don't have to do this. I don't have to do this. I can. I, I am free to not buy this, and that's that's the sickness of 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 Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals. Uh, well, speaking of deals, Essential Phone it's now down to four hundred, four hundred, <laughs> four hundred <laughs> uh, is what I meant to say. And this includes the three hundred and sixty cam, which is actually kind of incredible just to get that three hundred and sixty camera in a bundle for four hundred bucks. Yeah, that's and it's a damn nice phone. I mean, I, I've now had more it's time. It's Android. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's. I, I hope that I hope I, I'm reminding myself that even the first iPod I, iPhone got a big price reduction like a couple of months after its release when they realized that perhaps we're asking too much money for this thing uh, at a price that is close to half what they're charging for the iPhone 10. But but I digress. It's like I hope it's not a it's not cause for concern that. Almost immediately, this thing got got cheaper and then cheaper and then cheaper again. I hope they're not saying we really thought we would sell more than thirty of these. I, you know, because we 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 had we had over five thousand made. We've sold thirty. We've got a pre order for forty left. We think we seem to have a lot of. I hope that's not a cause to worry that they failed to anticipate the lack of interest in the essential phone because that is one hell of a nice price cut and for four hundred dollars that is one hell of a nice phone if, if i didn't already have uh, a phone i'm very happy with that's only a year old i probably would have jumped on that that's pretty damn good well i have to say i am just very happy with my pixel 2. um i have been using the oneplus 5t because I did get a review unit and it's been quite fun. But uh, so one thing on the Pixel 2 that I have not been using, though, is Google Lens. <laughs> so I'm wondering, have you been using it? Because I, I mean, I'm having a hard time figuring out what the heck that is to be used for. Because every time <laughs> I've tried launching into it, it just doesn't work the way that I was promised it would work. And so I don't know. I feel like you need to convince me a little bit here. <laughs> This is what I'm getting at. That's weird. It's 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 working great for me. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, so. It's, I, I just realized it appeared on my. I don't know when it appeared on my phone, but it appeared like yesterday or the day before. 
and so of course it's it it's a really good like a chainsaw feature where you get it and then you just want to see what it will cut <laughs> and oh, you find out, okay. I never thought of that terminology change chainsaw feature yeah, so that's that's like I, I've it might have been a joke that I heard from stand some stand up years ago saying you 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 buy a chainsaw and you do the you do the job you bought it for and then you play it you spend the rest of the day playing the, oh no no it was a oh, sorry but then you spend the rest of the day playing a game called what what I wonder if it'll cut this. <laughs> well, it's not cutting anything in Google Photos right now. It can't tell what museum I'm at. It can't. Let's see. Well, can it tell me if this is a cat? Okay. Okay, we got domestic short-haired yep. cat. It works. It, see, it works really cool for those of you who don't have uh, Pixel phones and haven't haven't had a chance to see it yet. It puts a there's a, you when you activate the assistant. There's gonna, there's now a camera icon in the lower corner. You activate that. It turns on the camera, uh, and so you see at the bottom of the screen you still have the assistant, but at the top of the screen you have a live view and just simply and assistant just simply says tap on something you want to know more about. And so anything in the field, you just simply tap on like a, a, a flag that's that's outside, and it will tell you, oh, that's the flag of Singapore. Or if it'll, or it'll, uh, if you tap on like a logo, it will try. If you tap on like a product, like if you, let, I had a can of Pringles, and mm. it guessed, oh, you, I think this is uh, Pringles, like normal, like the, Pringles normal flavor. And here's some links to where you can go buy it. And here's some more, here's some search links for it. If it's a barcode, it'll pop out exactly what it is. Uh, it's pretty, and if you if you uh, Google Lens like a business card, it will parse the entire thing and say, "Do you want to add this to add this contact to your contacts?" Uh, I got the tree something. kind spruce. There you go. Uh, I guess I haven't tried your business card method. I'm going to try that right now because I'm very <laughs> well. Because this just this update just came out, correct? From what I only I'm just saw it like a, a day or two ago. So. Yeah, because I, it didn't uh, it didn't work. This was not working for me several days back <laughs> <laughs> it's weird though i i did have to remind myself how to activate the assistant manually because I, I i turned i turned off the uh, okay guillermo feature because it was interfering there with my, my my google home uh and so i forgot that you long press on the home button to activate it which is probably why i haven't been using the assistant quite as much as i might as i've been using it on google home so you just tap on it and it just grabs. Okay, looks like a business card. I can save this contact for you. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's great. And now I'm going to the website on the business card. So it's like if a business card had one of those garish barcodes that people were using a lot of back <laughs> in the day. I mean, those barcodes were not, they are not aesthetically pleasing. They never were. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is a much more aesthetically pleasing way to do it because you could just make this beautiful little, you know, minimalist business card and then the phone does all the rest. Really, that's how it should have been done all along. Uh, okay, now that we have this update, now I'm going to use it over the next couple of days and I'm very curious to see like what it's going to be able to identify. I'm very glad now that it works. Yeah. I was a little bummed. <laughs> and hopefully hopefully it'll get it'll get smarter. I was kind of I was disappointed that I I had it look at an iPhone 10 and it said, I think it's an I I think it's a phone, but I don't, but I might be wrong saying, okay, the, the, the Apple logo didn't give you a hint to <sighs> can, 
can, can you should be able to make it like like when you're playing like party pictionary where you feel as though like somebody is just dumb and doesn't get it so you keep like underscoring like the dot with the antlers on it when you're trying to say no no see this thing this thing here maybe if you could just sort of like stab at the with your fingertip the, the apple logo saying yeah it's a knife although Although, come to think of it, I'm not sure if the if the optimum usage of this feature is to see if it will identify things that you already know damn well what it is. That might not <laughs> I have know, been as I'm like, the goal. Why can't you identify the yerba mate bottle from the back, but you can identify it just fine from the front? Well, gee, but it did identify it as organic food, which I find there to be go. quite hilarious uh, that that taxonom- taxonomy is included in there. <laughs> Well, it adds to your to your marketing profile, filthy green hippie. Oh my gosh, I didn't think about that. That is my marketing profile. That's essentially <laughs> what it's distilling it down to. That's like how the search engine thinks about me when it's collecting data. That, whoa, I feel exposed. <laughs> I feel yeah. like distilled down. Like I'm just as a human, I can just be distilled down to a few simple terms. I just, I, I just, uh, I don't want to know like what the what my what the marketing profile of me is, and I don't by that I don't mean I don't I don't want you to I don't I hope that Google and Facebook don't know that I've been uh, I've been visiting the Babylon Five fan fiction site. I mean that like really you really think that I'm a that I'm a, a uneducated conservative you know, flat earther. Why do you think I'm a conservative Whoa, flat earther? How did you go down? What, what did you do on the internet? I, that... That's that's what I, that's what I would know. It's like I'd be half irked that it got me so wrong, but also how wrong? I don't know. What, actually, come to think of it, would I be pleased that it really doesn't know anything about me that is correct, or would I be upset that it's going to basically sell my information to people who think that you know trucks with Hemis and big rear unnecessary rear spoilers? <laughs> So here here are ads for you, Andy. I have actually changed some of my usage usage patterns uh, for Google Chrome because I found that when I'm doing like research for pure research, whether it be curiosity or research for my job, all that gets logged. And so I'm just I just pop into incognito mode a lot now just to like not have it tracked, not have to deal with it getting because for a while I was clicking on like things that are disturbing for a while, kind of out of curious, kind of to get the full story, but whatever. Anyway, that ended up getting like mixed into my algorithm and you know that, then you got to like fix it. And anyway, I guess all I'm trying to say is using cognito mode if you need to, because even yeah. just curiosity now is fo- <laughs> like your own curiosity now is followed on the internet. It's no longer like just something you can keep to yourself. Yeah, just, just like just like uh, there there are spills in the kitchen where I will whip out the paper towels, mm-hmm. spills where I will whip out the paper towels in the Windex, and then there's also that quart bottle of bleach under the sink. There there's times where I will use I will do exactly what you do, use incognito mode. There are times where I, I, I swear to God I'm actually doing research. I will use the Tor browser <laughs> to make it a little extra safe, and then there are times where it's like, okay, let's fire up that that Linux box that we have that is built upon no one ever knowing who i am or what i'm doing 
because and and basically everyone i'm basically talking about stuff like hey i'm thinking about like uh, i'm thinking about buying a new buying a new house and i wonder what kind of financing i can get i do not want anybody any computer to know that he's maybe and that that second the only thing worse than that is letting people know you're getting married i think in terms of oh my god my entire advertising deck on every page has suddenly changed to horror getting married is the worst it i i mean as a crafter i kind of appreciated that i got a lot of uh fabric samples out of it and cardstock samples that i could really hoard and put away for other projects but just like as a person and my humanity being distilled down to <laughs> these are the invitations you need to send and here are the gold foiled napkins that you need to buy and by the way did you know that you can have photo booths of this type this type and this type at your wedding have all these things at your wedding. Consume, consume, consume. That's that's I I do not I I that if there's if, if there has ever been a time where I've thought about marriage, the only thing in the negative box has been I'm gonna have to deal with like eight to ten months of people thinking, so when you're going to have the bachelor party night dinner before like that's a thing yes you have a dinner before the bachelor party no you don't yes it does it says here in this article right here where the advertisers are all well party planners for pre-bachelor okay you're right it's it's like we just we're gonna bake a cake out of out of a out of a, out of a duncan hines box and we're <laughs> gonna have our friends ordained as a minister and we thought that maybe we'd replace any of the light bulbs in the house that are kind of burnt out and I don't know, go to go to Target and get some of those stackable plastic chairs so that everybody can sit down. If we can bring this if we can land this plane for less than $280, that's pretty much our budget. <laughs> like that's that's I that to me is the ideal wedding. And I and I bet there's someone marketing, but don't don't buy the cheap plastic chairs at Target. Not when Walmart has a chair on wedding cheap plastic chairs. Well, I certainly hope whoever is writing the search algorithm is listening to your clever way <laughs> of marketing. Uh, and speaking of marketing, shall we jump into our first ad? This week's episode is brought to you by Pingdom. Start monitoring your websites and servers today at pingdom.com slash RelayFM. You'll get a 14-day free trial. And when you enter offer code material at checkout, you'll get 30% off your first invoice. Pingdom is focused on making the web faster and more reliable for everyone who has a site. And they do this by offering powerful and easy-to-use tools and services. For example, if you're a Pingdom user, monitoring the availability and performance of your server, database, or website will be a breeze. Pingdom takes care of this by using more than 70 global test servers that emulate visits to your site, checking its availability as often as every minute. These days, websites are becoming more and more sophisticated and very often include several dependencies, such as contact forms, e-commerce checkouts, logins, search functionality, and loads more. So Pingdom makes it possible to monitor the availability of all these key interactions people will have with your site. It's not just about the whole site anymore. Look, let's be real. Stuff breaks on the internet all the time. Every month, Pingdom detects around 13 million outages. That's more than 400,000 outages every day. So regardless of whether you have a small website or you're managing a complete infrastructure, it's super important to monitor its availability and performance. All Pingdom needs is the URL you wish to monitor, and they take care of the rest. When Pingdom detects an outage, you'll be immediately alerted so you can fix the error before the downtime affects you. 
You don't want to be caught out there when someone wants to access your site. So you need Pingdom. Check it out today and you'll be the first to know when your site is down. So go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM for a 14-day free trial and use the code material at checkout to get a massive 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom for their support of this show and RelayFM. Yay, thank you. Now, speaking of uh, tracking and profiles, uh, the Yale Privacy Lab from Yale University had a a fun little report. They decided to take a look at uh, how many Android apps are secretly tracking users. Uh, They fired up an open source uh, tracker. It's a tracker tracker app uh, called Exodus. You can get the the code on GitHub uh, and had it look at look for 25 of the 44 different like really, really super hardcore trackers that it can detect. And they found out that 75 percent of the Android apps they tried are secretly tracking users. And the this is okay. Well, no, no spit Sherlock. This is, this is, this is, this is part of the horror that is 2017, but they were making a point that no, we're not talking about, Oh, look at, Oh, look at ad. There was an ad tracking cookie deposit on here. We're talking about stuff like it's using the camera. It's using the, the microphone. It's basically trying to hork as much data as possible using any techniques. Um, one of the, uh, one of the trackers that it was monitoring, uh, was one of them that, thinks it's not good that if you turn if you turn on airplane airplane mode because you don't want uh, connection to wi-fi and you don't want connection to gps well is that going to stop this tracker no because it's going to have your speaker emit an ultrasonic or have your speaker or a speaker of a, a store that you're doing that you're staying in uh <laughs> emit an ultrasonic that the mic your microphone can pick up and register that oh yes he was at sears roebuck uh in the shoe department on this date and this time or he was in this group of people people that had these other four people in it. And then, of course, when you turn airplane mode back off again and it gets connected to the Internet, it will then send that information in. It was basically just making the point that, yeah, it's almost it's the only way to duck out of really bad trackers is to go back to your flip phone. You know, I was just thinking about the fact that we were just talking about how we have our search terminology tracked. Um, in this particular case, though, I don't know. Some, You know, when you have things that are tracking your phone, it just feels a little more personal for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I. I I, I, it was it was amazing to me to start to learn exactly how badly uh, the the United States government protects its people from data collectors and data data brokers. There are other countries where they actually have at, at, at an ex, uh, executive office level that there are basically advocates for citizens against uh, for privacy of, of of digital data, and there's nothing like that in the United States. There are a couple of advocates that are basically have an advisory position, but the only sort of firewall against that is when somebody sues somebody else, and it makes it high enough makes it high enough that it actually got through the the, the lawyer system. It's it's it, it really uh, it's not being funny here. It is kind of disheartening that the price of using this device that can help us and save us uh, in so many situations is that again, it's like uh, I, I don't like that these companies feel as though it's some kind of game. That I don't care if you've if I don't care if you've set certain flags to say please don't attract me. I don't care if you've turned off your Wi-Fi. I don't care if you've turned off your GPS. I still I still as a data broker have the right to try to figure out who you are and what you're up to and who you're doing it with. And it's like it it really does make you want to go back to your flip phone. And 
Um, I'm, it's, I, it's, uh, maybe I'm, maybe it's one of the reasons why I'm uh, buying most of my media, uh, on Blu-ray and converting them into innocuous MP4 files instead of buying stuff on the iTunes store or streaming them from Netflix. I know, right? It's the, it's, it's the only way that like nobody's going to know when it's nobody's business when your I'm watching your Charlie Brown Christmas. Your library becomes an algorithm to figure out who and what your personality is like and how your tastes skew. Um, and I did you? I'm sorry if I for some reason missed this. Um, did you mention that Apple users aren't safe either? Um, that many of the companies that produce trackers market themselves as being cross-platform, so they're probably yeah. on iOS as well. Um, the Some of the traction ugh, detection of trackers were found in apps from the Apple App Store. Detection, let me start that sentence over. <laughs> uh, YPL says the detection of trackers found in apps from the Apple App Store isn't possible yet, but that's entirely possible. They're in those apps too. And that app, those apps that we're talking about are Tinder, Spotify. <laughs> well, just to say, Tinder, an app a lot of people use, Spotify, an app a lot of people use, Uber, an app people rely on twice a day, PayPal, an app I rely on for a lot of transactions, Twitter, an app that I rely on for uh, news and camaraderie with all you journalists, Snapchat. Another app that I use, uh, you know, ah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 upsetting because you you kind of you you kind of know that the part of your deal with Facebook is that they're going to try to screw you over as as badly. I as knew they that in can. college when I first signed up. I mean, I knew that because MySpace kind of taught me that because MySpace was delivering ads and like it was. Uh, you know, it would pop surface people that you might knew know, and that's how I kind of got used to the idea of these algorithms that would. Anyway, yes, sorry. I just <laughs> recalling no, no, you know, when exactly. I became acquainted with it was in college. Yeah, but that I mean, when you look at some of the list list of some of the apps that they were that they were taking a look at, you're talking about like basic shopping apps that are very very narrow cast because a lot of these companies uh, that install trackers they will just simply license they, they will simply pay for entry into a certain app or they will that's part of the we will give you as a as a store this kind of this amount of data if you allow us to put this tracker into this app that you're creating a lot of platforms uh, use uh, trackers at a, at a very fundamental level it's like it, it would be it would bother me uh, and uh, you, you can't and boy uh, uber is now is sort of like the the company I trust, I was going to say less than Facebook. I but that's stopped not using them completely. I stopped yeah. using them completely. I only use Lyft. I know it's not there. You know, I just with the Google and the yeah. I've only had nice drivers thus far. So anecdotal. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Actually, <laughs> I, I, one, of the, one of the reasons I switched to Lyft is that they were, the, they were early on allowed me to leave to give people tips. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm like, I feel better about that. Exactly. Let me like you. I, I still, I still remember. Do you remember the, the awkwardness the first time you took like Ubers? Say, okay, now am I supposed to give you a tip, or is it all? I felt the so app dirty. I felt so dirty. Am, am I, am I screwing you by like just simply <laughs> waving goodbye and leaving, and then you know putting a scratch in the with my with my tripod in the in the side of your oh. car? Uh, it's, but but basically, but I'm saying that like if if like if like say the. Uh, uh, the Hue app, you know, for turning on and off lights. If that had trackers to find out what apps you're running and who you're in the proximity of, I would be like, "Why the hell are you even doing this?" 
and it's uh, yes these apps are supposed to ask for permission to do things but they will change permissions as time goes by or might they they will say that well because remember how you click through in eight months time a new terms of service and that was during during those eight pages of things you gave us permission that you didn't give us before so you can say that oh well the law says that we have to opt into this well you opted in by simply deciding that you wanted to continue to use the app that allows you to, to access your yeah. uh, access your bank uh, your, your bank account and make file transfers and payments it's like oh did you do you feel as though just like i can't imagine uh the the world that my parents grew up in where everybody smoked all the time and factories could just put tungsten in the air as much as they wanted without any controls whatsoever and boston harbor was so polluted you could basically walk from cambridge to the back bay without and you you would make it you would make it without getting wet but the soles of your shoes would have been burned off and i feel as though hopefully we will address this problem as a country and our children or grandchildren will say oh my god you you actually used a phone where everybody could track you what what's with you graham what's with you uncle andy hmm I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried that uh, maybe I'm going to be the cynic and say that it's probably going to go the other way. <laughs> it's yeah. just very normalized and a part of existence now. And uh, well, I guess everyone can enjoy knowing what time I have my lights dimmed in my house and, you know, <laughs> what time I watch people snaps at night and, uh, you know. Yeah. See, see I, I, I am aware of the of the contradiction of me saying, isn't it horrible all these trackers? When at the top of the show I said, Oh, and I, I bought a secu- I bought a live internet video camera owned by the company that is essentially synonymous with tracking and collecting data. Okay, maybe this is a good time to just jump into the very subtle update to Google Home. Yay. Just very subtle. I haven't been able I haven't used this myself, but um this was the first time I realized that I actually can't do this. <laughs> so apparently you couldn't do compound commands before. So you couldn't do something like, hey, Guillermo, hey, buddy, turn <laughs> off the lights and lock the front door. Uh, apparently you couldn't do that. So those are two different instances because I'm imagining also those are two different. Those are two different commands through probably two different apps. Mm. For most of us, I would have to say, because I can't think of one, I don't know, I can't think of one particular ecosystem that has all these things um well, it could, it could be like, like if you're if you're using all like uh, Samsung, uh, like smart home devices, maybe it would all be through the same app. I don't, I don't have it. I was excited to hear about this, too. I don't have it running. It, I don't have it working on my Google Home yet either. But that's like one of the simple. It's such a simple thing, but it really is going to change and improve what I do, because the last the, the last thing I speak as a human being every night is like, OK. Okay, Guillermo, turn off the lights. Yeah. Okay, same. Guillermo, wake me up in six hours. And it would be all it, just the fact that I can say, okay, Guillermo, turn off the lights and wake me up in six hours. That seems like that's that's what I would say if I actually had a real like m- movie science fiction style Android Butler working for me. Would you say it? I say it wearily every night. I literally say <laughs> it like it's the last thing I say before I drift off into like REM, which now I think about it is kind of sick. 
<laughs> what? Like, this is what I have conditioned myself. Like, it's not like, like, you know, I'm not like, I love you, kitty. Like the last thing at night, it's like, okay, non-anthropomorphic <laughs> thing that I've assigned a personality to that's across the room. Like, could you please shut off my house so that my neighbors officially know I've gone to sleep? <laughs> not, I mean, hopefully they're not looking inside because that's creepy. Yes. Um. Well, cool. <laughs> it's a, but it really is these simple touches, and you're, you're right. It is. Uh, I I acknowledge that again. It's. Uh, it's I don't sick. think it's weird, but it's but it's it's a data point that again the last the 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 only way that that like uh my, uh, my Amazon Echo or the Google Home can improve that is if it would like recognizes after time it recognizes that command that oh I hear I he doesn't he never gives me any commands after this and the only thing I hear from the bedroom is snoring so I will learn to when he gives me that command like turn off the lights and wake him six hours say okay good night Andy. Like oh isn't that nice? No, it's 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 like it's like that those Skinner box monkeys where they give them like a wire wire mother. But you know, but then I at least they have a mother. True, uh, but I just think about all the intimate like like the conversations I've had like before bed like you know when you talk to your pet late at night and you're just like. You just need to talk some stuff out in your brain. And so you, again, assign a personality to an animal uh, <laughs> and have a long conversation with them, airing out all of your real <laughs> thoughts and feelings because, again, the animal doesn't understand you. So there's absolutely no judgment happening in that room except from that Google Home that is listening to you confess your sins to your animal and is sending that back to the cloud to ensure whether or not like you're commanding it. But no, it's actually just recording you confessing like how much you really hate somebody, which is, <laughs> you know, thing something you share with your cat, or at least I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, should we go to an ad? <laughs> We can we can go to an ad before either of us start talking about. Oh yeah, just let me let me tell you. After the last family wedding, if I had a Google Home in that hotel room after I got that tuxedo, I'd be in so much trouble. (laughs) They'd come after me. We do have another sponsor, and today we are also sponsored by App Optics. Uh, this episode of Material is brought to you by App Optics. Application monitoring shouldn't break the bank. App Optics is a next-gen application performance management system built specifically to help developers and DevOps teams trace distributed transactions through their complex environment. App Optics includes broad APM language support with auto instrumentation, simple and easy to use infrastructure monitoring, which is all built in, and it's all supported by a large open community. Their plans start at just $7.50 a month, and you can learn more at appoptics.com slash material. Thank you so much, App Optics, for supporting material. Well, this is the, man, the sun behind me is... (laughs) It's, you guys it's, can't it, see it. it, it but you it's, almost look beatific. It's, it's <laughs> like you're about to say unto the three wise men, go follow the star to the north for, for he is in born. The season. It's very in the season. Um, I apologize. See, this is anyway, oh, I no, apologize or, or for you are, this. Or you are, or, or this, or uh, 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 t- speaking of the season, you could be like uh, the, the ghost of the ghost of Christmas, uh, Christmas past where, you know, Scrooge says, no, no, what is that blinding light? That is the light of human cadence. I cannot, I cannot imagine why it blinds you so 
And you put the capsule. Okay, but anyway. I'm trying to think how to segue from that into <laughs> this next. <laughs> yeah, from, from, from angelic to less than angelic. Let's too say. unfortunate. Um, yes. Unfortunate thing to see this morning in my Google News feed. But basically, those of you who haven't heard it, Andy Rubin has taken a leave of absence from Essential upon revelations that he had a quote-unquote improper relationship with a subordinate while at Google. Subordinate, of course, being he was a manager, and I'm assuming this is somebody, his managee, I suppose. Um, company announced leave upon being told that the site, the information, was working on a story about Rubin's 2014 exit. So I guess that's when they're pinning the time that this happened. Um, the site reports that the site being the information reported that Ruben left Google after a woman uh, made a complaint to HR detailing her relationship with the executive. The employee was said to be working for the company's Android division while Ruben was still in charge, a relationship that is prohibited by Google's rule book. An investigation launched into the matter found that Ruben's relationship, quote, was improper and showed bad judgment, unquote. The new report surfaces as a series of allegations of sexual misconduct have had wide-reaching impact across industries, including earlier today, of course, kind of, uh, and we're recording this on Wednesday of the week uh, that this is going out. Um, we got reports this morning of NBC's Matt Lauer and Public Radio's Garrison Keylor, is that how you say his last Keyor, name? Keylor, yeah. Um, they're always, essential. Always NPR, so you, you say it really close to the microphone with lots Garrison, of presence. Garrison Keylor. Uh, an essential spokesperson said any relationship that Mr. Rubin had, and actually I missed this. Thank you for posting this here, Andy. Any relationship that Mr. Rubin had while at Google was consensual and did not involve any person who reported directly to him. Mr. Rubin was never told by Google that he engaged in any misconduct while at Google, and he did not either while at Google or since. Um, until Ruben comes back from the leave of absence, the company will be under the guidance of President Nicolo De Masi, who will continue to run the day-to-day -day operations. So couple this with kind of the, what you were saying earlier, um, unfortunate sales numbers of the essential phone. This is just the perfect storm for the blog, the tech blog yeah. world, sort of to sort of roll with. I, I, I'm trying to put this in the in the lightest terms possible. Um, I, I think, the, I think the perspective that's come out that I particularly agree with. Um, I know that this is an opinion uh, penned by Sasha Sagan at PC Mag. I saw they had posted this today. Uh, you know, invest in the product not the person, because stuff like this happens. Um, and that's unfortunate for the investors who maybe put the money down on the table uh, for the man promising the product. Because I have to say, Essential's putting together slash put together a really fantastic team. And yeah. I would hate for uh, the Louis C.K. effect to take effect here as well. You know what I mean? Just to kind of have like these periphery projects suffer because of this unfortunate yeah. it's yeah because and, and it's not like uh, it's not like louis ck it's not even like matt lauer where with louis ck it is really difficult to separate the man from his material 
And so things that you even I found creepy before knowing about the allegations against him, they're like, wow, he really is masterfully getting us very, very in an uncomfortable place so he can release that tension with a joke. I, yeah. Uh, and with Matt Lauer, he is a personality and that is the On personality. On TV every morning. Right, exactly. And that's a, we interface with him through not a character he's playing or a script that he's performing. And, but you yeah. can't get much farther away from, well, this is a phone that, yes, uh, Andy Rubin was, uh, was, uh, a big part of the design and the motivation and the uh, and the philosophy behind, but the phone is not the product of excuse me as far as we know uh, a a horrible uh, environment inside the company. Also, while we have is the company's spokesperson's comment that this was a consensual relationship. It didn't involve, it was someone in the Android division, but it wasn't someone that he had power direct uh, responsibility for. And Google didn't, didn't accuse him of actual misconduct. Who, who knows what the truth is? I'm again, once we find out what, uh, what, uh, the, the information has as, as far as their report, uh, goes to be, but if this is true, it's something that certainly they need to address. It certainly uh, speaks volumes as to uh, one of the good things about 2017 that if they know that there is a report coming out, they at least want to get ahead of it by saying, guess what? This person is not involved in day-to-day with the company. We, he has not been fired. He has not dis- uh, detached himself, but he is in, the, in a state of a leave, leave of absence. He has nothing to do with the company until we figure out what's going on here. Uh, so that's certainly – this. that's not an environment you could have predicted uh, last year. Uh, but it's, it's tough when you have uh, – uh, that the Steve, uh, you talked about the Louis C.K. effect, but there's also the Steve Jobs effect, where uh, mm. part of the promotion of a new product is that this is the person who invented Android, and this is yeah. this is a he has a philosophy of exactly where Android has gone wrong, and this phone is supposed to fix everything by yeah. stripping it down to its essentials. And of course, you know everybody, you and I know that it's there is guidance at the top there's a philosophy given from the top but it really is dozens if not hundreds of engineers sticking their oars in and figuring out how to implement these things and coming up with better ideas so again it remains to be seen if there is a bad environment inside essential but i'm not going to assume that yet uh, and i would hope i would hate to think that if investors were investing in the man as opposed to the business plan and now they're saying well if andy rubin is not involved if and if this is a scandal that's going to taint the company uh, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should not uh, move forward with our next round of investment because it does sound like, as as any company of this youth, it's not going to be in profit in the first year. It's going to take some years to build. Uh, and I have to say that selfishly, I was really looking forward to what they do next, like what how they build up. It was a hell of a first product. Uh, and I was really looking forward to see what they do with the next generation of product when they get the manufacturing down, when they get the supply chain down, when they get simple things like here's things that we thought were going to be really cool. But now that we ourselves have been using this phone for 11 months, we really want to throw this damn thing against the wall. Thank God for the sharp corners. It'll stick in the stick in the in the in the, the wall board like a like a ninja star. So it's I'm the I, I can sift good news from this that again I keep telling myself that isn't it great that we're in an environment where once evidence is put forward of again of a Matt Lauer where this they haven't NBC hasn't made public exactly what it is that he 
is a, what, what he did, but the fact that this was bad enough that no, you're you're fired, you're fired. We're not we, we're, so we're going to move really fast on this, and you're fired. You could imagine this not. You can imagine only this happening in 2017. Add that to the add that to one of the few positive things in 2017 where you would say, I would never have imagined that this would happen. But as a good thing. So hope that everyone who works at Essential, I hope that you get to keep working hard. I hope that your good work isn't marred by association with uh, something that might be scandalous. Again, we don't know exactly what the details are. I hope we learned some more about that. Uh, but uh, this, is, this is part of what has to happen, I think. This is why just uh, don't put so much stock into the person behind yeah. <laughs> I yeah. just, you don't need to do that. It's okay. You can still love tech. Um, you know, I, you know, I, anyway, I think <laughs> we could probably just move on to the next bit about uh, the experimental AI from Google, which, okay, which I have to say, this will both uh, benefit me and work against me, and I will explain why. <laughs> so the Google experimental AI can warn you when someone is looking at your screen over your shoulder. Yes, finally, somebody has figured this out. Um, the software was first spotted by Quartz. Uh, it is called an e-screen protector, and it's just in the research stage, which is kind of par for the course <laughs> with a lot of Google projects. Um we don't know if Google has plans to add it to future versions of Android, but it's cool nonetheless. So basically, the demo video shows um, it'll react kind of like uh, kind of like AR on Snapchat. It seems like when you pop into uh, when you pop into the camera, it notices the head. I guess <laughs> notices the head. It notices a head. It does not notice um, and. Then it tags that head with a Snapchat style like rainbow vomit just for good effect. <laughs> so which I think is kind of like what that's neat. So, OK, this is good just to kind of keep creepos from looking over your shoulder. I know there's a lot of people who they do like really personal FaceTime calls on public transportation, which is just like the fact that your family member is not annoyed that. Bart is screeching loudly in the background is amazing <laughs> to me. First of all, um, you know, you don't want somebody creeping in on your convo. I get it. Like some of us live on public transport. However, I'm also terrible because I stand up a lot on Bart and a lot of people sit down because of the layout of the trains and, you know, there are a lot of really interesting people who take Bart <laughs> from downtown San Francisco and downtown Oakland, which both of fall on my line. So, you know, a lot of lawyers and uh, other journalists and, uh, oh, there's a lot of like You wouldn't coders. be doing your job. That's the problem. <laughs> Listen, I'm a journalist. I was taught to always be curious. <laughs> um, but now you can use this against me. <laughs> so yep. I'll pop up behind you and I'll have a rainbow <laughs> face. And then why is Flo behind me with the rainbow face? Because of Flo was snooping. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I would be caught with this too. I'm not. I'm not. I am the person who like I've. Uh, I'm always noticing what mm -hmm. hardware people are using, 
And although exactly. I don't, and it's, and it's not even, it's not even, I'm deliberately looking at their screens, but I'm curious to see how they're using them. And I'll just sort of notice that kind of like if I, if I were in the fashion industry, I would be trying to figure out what kind of shoes this person is wearing. Uh, and then I'd have to say, I, 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 I wish I had like a, a, a an actual Chicago Sun-Times tech columnist card saying, I swear, I wasn't trying to get your bank information. See, I'm a member of the press. I'm just noticing these things. Here, what kind of phone I'm, do you have? Why? Why? Do you want it? Like, no, no, no. I just wanted to. Is that a OnePlus? You know, I never why are you see still those using, Why are you still using a BlackBerry, man? <laughs> Look, I, I got at least seven phones that were made in the past two years. Why don't I just get mail? Give me your address. I'll mail you one of those. Actually, I saw. Some, I actually came close. I saw somebody just two years ago using using a BlackBerry Playbook in like the Copley Square, taking pictures with the camera. And I have never wanted to social social uh, ineptitude or no walk up to a stranger and say, "What are what is with you, man? What's wrong with you? What what alternative universe in which BlackBerry Where did you come from? In, in, in which Apple never existed and BlackBerry is still the dominant mobile operating system? <laughs> did you pop in from? It must have been really cheap. Listen, I do it yeah. if it's really cheap because let me tell you, before I had this job, I was really into cheap knockoffs. Which I guess means I'm calling it a cheap knockoff of probably the iPad mini. Sorry, BlackBerry. To be fair, that's a very old tablet. So <laughs> we're talking about the tablet, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, the, it, was not, it was not bad. It was It was actually, it was a tablet that... It's a good seven-inch uh, tablet. It was a decent seven-inch tablet well before the iPad. Predated also, the Nexus 7, the first gen. There you go. Um, it also had uh, the first mobile device that had Adobe Flash. And it, that's right. It let me write a column in response to Steve Jobs' famous public letter about why Flash should never be on a mobile device. And I had to say, okay, let's go through this one by one. Uh, the battery would be like get sucked down to like forty-five minutes. Not true. I can get at least four or five hours running Flash. The, the video would be like 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 uh, watching a slideshow. No, the streaming video off of standard websites is pretty much full frame regular video. Uh, <laughs> they would get the device would get really really hot. No, it doesn't. It's like you're just you're just saying that this is how you. you know, it's is it, it, it was it's one of these adorable one of the adorable things that you occasionally would get from Steve Jobs, basically saying that this is true, and you have to say, yeah, basically you're saying things that we have we at Apple have not figured out yet or we don't have the interest. We don't have enough interest in developing this technology, so we're going to give you our excuses as to why we're not interested. Uh so it was it wasn't a bad device at all, but it was it's a very peculiar device to see someone using in like late 2015, particularly as a camera. So wow. I god god bless you if it works for you if you like it. You don't. You never have to explain why you like the things you like. You just simply have to like them and enjoy them. I just. I was just really curious to know what world you live in, in which this is the device that you're carrying around as a tablet and as a camera. I'm just. I. I will learn something if you explain this to me. That's all I wanted to ask. Get get out of this person. Well, they're gonna see you with a rainbow over your face. Yep. So. <laughs> so yeah. It, well, the the other, the other cool thing about it is that. Like uh, do do uh, do games still have like a boss key? 
where like if you, you you if you if you hear your boss like kind of slipping amongst the cubicles, you can hit like Alt Shift F seven, and suddenly uh, Duke Nukem becomes a, a, a spreadsheet, like an Excel spreadsheet. Like imagine like that as an automatic boss mode where you tell it here, you show it a picture like from the corporate website of here's what my boss looks like. So whenever like you're playing your game and suddenly it turns into like a, a Word document, you know, TS four one one form. Oh, okay, Josh must be behind me somewhere. <laughs> That's great. That's a great idea. Um, shoot, what was I just thinking about? Darn it, I had a really good comeback to that and I completely forgot it. Darn it! <laughs> I'm off my game today, everyone. <laughs> well, perhaps perhaps you're, you're, you need some protein. Perhaps a nice juicy cheeseburger with a slice of cheese on top of the patty would put you right. Yeah, but finally, our, our national nightmare is over. Uh, there, developer versions of uh, of Android, the point one point eight point one of Android will have a new cheeseburger emoji in which the slice of cheese is again on top is of the patty on instead top of, of the patty. bottom. Instead of the bottom, because that really bothered people, which is fine. It's fine. Uh, the other tidbit which I learned. Last night is that apparently the beers were only half full in the emojis as well. So they had like the foam on top that was coming out, but the beers were only half full. So, so, like, so it's, like, logistic- it's like the beers of Bennigan's where it's like it's a it's a it's a chintzy pour. Oh, I guess it could be a chintzy pour. So essentially, that means a really messy pour, right? Where it just like gets all over the place, but then you, yeah, okay. Well, that is kind of annoying, though. Why would you make an emoji of that? Nobody wants a chintzy pour. Or just you want a, just full. A, oh, it's it speaks well <laughs> of you that you regarded it as half full and not half empty. True, but. true. I wow, go me. Go. <laughs> Usually, I'm more negative than that. <laughs> <laughs> Behold the power of the emoji. <laughs> Uh, there is a lot of power in those emoji. I am really just looking forward to seeing how the rest of, not to make this about emoji, but I'm curious to see how the rest of the Android OEMs are going to, uh, if they're going to update their burgers to be on par (laughs) with the way that Google made its burger, especially because there's so many different emoji languages out there. Like also, also again, in different cultures, do they like that? Like, let's say you have the hot dog emoji, and oh my god, you can see some red on top of the of the frankfurter. It's like, would you be able? To, some people would just lose their minds that the official IEEE standard of a hot dog has ketchup on it, and of course, you're not supposed. God forbid, you have ketchup on a hot dog. Uh, I don't. It's it's fine. It looks it's nothing like currywurst. It looks nothing like a Chicago dog. Yeah, I think. God. <laughs> I don't think Chicago dogs have ketchup. I don't know. I, I I have to say that it did it did sort of infect my mind that after after I the first time in Chicago I was told pointedly that no you don't put ketchup on a hot dog after like a lifetime okay. of doing that I I had to I had to admit to myself that uh sweetness on top of a frankfurter is probably not as good for me as a tanginess and and sharpness. But I would not. I would not see. I see that this is this is why like the, the the people in charge of Google are much finer human beings than I am. Because here, here's how I would have handled that quote that that that, that quote you know uh, uh, scandal unquote. I would have been like they would have to res- they would have to restrain me from putting out a public letter saying guess what you people are all 
idiots. If you're if you're up in arms about this, guess what? There is going to be like a double cheeseburger with two patties and slices of cheese under two of those patties. And if you if you decide that you don't want to, you don't want to go out of bed. You don't want to feed feed or feed or bathe yourself. You're so upset about this. I'm glad to see you removed from the workforce because we don't need you. We need you on the Golga Fringham B arc. If this makes you that upset, and then people would say, you know. Or Andy, a CEO, we we could have a good hit of friendly PR by how you announced that we were going to fix. We've heard you, and we're going to fix this. Or, or you're right. You you could antagonize these people who have already been proven to get irked about stupid stuff, and then you're going to give them something serious to get seriously super irked about. But hey, I mean, if if I had a thirty million dollar golden parachute of stock options, if I leave the, leave my job today. I would maybe think that way as well. Of course, I have five kids, two of them with, with ongoing asthma problems, and, you know, that's just me, I guess. Well, <laughs> to Google's we credit, <laughs> <laughs> I want to just end it on the note by saying, to Google's credit, they did something about it. It's kind of wild to think that a Twitter campaign could make this much change. I just wish a Twitter campaign could make this much change. In other parts of the world. <laughs> and I guess on that note, well, let's to wrap I'll, up. <laughs> I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap, but I, I, I have to be the glass half empty guy yes. and say that it's, it's, sort, it's sort of like put them in a bad, bad spot because it's, they've now demonstrated that when That's the true. community is up in uproar about something, they can fix things from the top level down really quickly. So guess what would – imagine what would happen if we all said, you know what? We we are really, really upset about the pay disequity between the genders inside your company and the lack of opportunities for promotion of gender inequity within your company. Would they say, you know, you're right. The cheese should be on top of the patty and women should be paid exactly as much as men and have the same opportunities to be promoted to upper management. We're going to do that with Andrew. Android 8.1. So I'm putting I'm I'm giving you that opportunity. You see what uh, just Google. happened is I completely granted I've had listen, I have a lot of stuff on my mind right now. <laughs> like there's a lot of stuff going on right now and I've actually come to the point where I'm forgetting like really big news things that have happened within like recent <laughs> weeks. I hear this is also called aging. Uh but I completely forgot about Google's gender wage gap. <laughs> you, know, oh, you know that, that wacky thing where the the government did like a whole year, years and years, and invi- looking at internal documents and said that there was a consistent program. I know, of- and then we taught, we had a big show about it and everything. <laughs> no, and no, is- I'm saying, I'm saying, sometimes Google has. It seems that Google has to be reminded of this as well. <laughs> yes, but. <laughs> It, but you're so help. right. You're so right. You gotta. St- they gotta stop. By you, by the way. I, I mean them. <laughs> I I do like to yell specifically at companies because it's my capitalist right. Um, <laughs> you know, they have. Wow, they have a lot of power. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so maybe maybe we should wrap at that yeah, on, a, on a triumphant just... fist held skyward of social justice. Uh, 
everybody uh just want to remind you that if you go to relay.fm slash material you'll be able to see our links and our show notes you'll also have an opportunity to email us to let us know what we're doing right what you're doing wrong or just a really good figgy pudding recipe that's very much on your mind we love to hear from you on that and everything else this is also an opportunity for for you to throw us money directly instead of through our lovely advertisers products uh, you can sign up for memberships uh, and get access to uh, special content that we make just for members uh and so sign up for that go to relay.fm slash material if you again if all you want to do is send us an email we love those too uh flow what you got going on what you want to plug i know that i know that you're having you're you're on a social soiree soon to some people that are very much of our mutual community <laughs> interest i am on a social soiree um I I'm going I am going to eat a hamburger at Yasmin's house after this. Yes, the re- the, the, th- the reason it turns out the reason why Russell cannot be on the show is that he was he she was he's he's in charge of the brisket and as you know a brisket takes like hours and hours and hours in the smoker but the wor- the reward is that you get to the point where you just like drop it in a tub when it's done it just boom uh turns to shreds uh, the succulence is going to be just uh, amazing uh but it's <laughs> any, anything else anything else you uh, you want to link to uh in the handy analog verbal format I will have some stuff up, but not this week. So just for now, just follow me at Twitter at oh that flow. I'm in the process of the painstaking process of planning CES at present. So Oy. that's why I'm going to be a little quiet for a bit as I get my schedule in order for Las Vegas. Oh, you are a much stronger journalist than I am. I, you're also I'm, younger, but you're. I think that well, even I'm trying to figure the, out how am I going to get my yerba mate. Where am I going to get my pill? Like I, I got. Where am I going to get a, a humidifier? Like there's a lot of stuff to prepare. Yeah, that's I. <laughs> I, I I I was I I got my you know. I got my I got my presidential waiver during like you know. the first George Bush administration from CES. It is it's a lot to ask of any it's a lot. <laughs> one journalist it's a to, lot. to cover this. Um, as for my stuff, uh, as usual, spell my last name correctly, and you will win uh, entry into my ding, blog ding, ding. at anatco.com, uh, my Instagram at anatco, uh, my Twitter at anatco, and of course my my Flickr, which is also at andy i a n d y. Hi. Uh, thanks so much for everybody listening this week. Hope you listen again next week. Until then, have a wonderful, wonderful seven days. Bye-bye. <laughs>